0: The top podcasts in the world are white and male. Yep. Only 3% are white and female. Are they mansplaining? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time they are. Most of the time they are. Um, So where are voices from the global south? Yep. And most of the time when they're telling, they're creating podcasts or telling stories about Africa and Africans, they're telling Stories at us, and they're not telling stories with care.
1: Hello, yes, people. Welcome to another mini, yep, a mini episode of the Yes Girls, otherwise known as a yesticle. We like to call these mini episodes yesticles, mostly because it sounds naughty, but also because it sounds a bit like a listicle or something small, short and sweet, short and sweet, and like a teaser for what's to come, but really mostly just because it sounds funny. These episodes come in between seasons of the Yes Girls and might be to look back on the season or episode just gone, give some additional background on the podcast or on some of the things that we or you have been saying yes to.
2: And this is a season five Yes meaning it's coming right before season six. And these episodes can go a little off script, allowing us, the Yes Girls, to end our guests to be our natural selves, whatever our natural selves may be.
1: Akuma, would you describe your natural self as more of a girly girl or a bit of a tomboy?
2: Where on earth is that question coming from?
1: Would you call yourself feminist?
2: Well, oh, Claire... We know what happens when we go down this rabbit hole together.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And today it's going to be double trouble because we have a guest who is eager to dive into these topics with us. Am I? I hope so. It's none other than Doris Onyango from Summerbox. Welcome to the studio, Doris. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
2: Um, So we'll be talking to Doris about modern feminism in Kenya, gender roles, feminine energy, and I cannot wait. Can you, Claire? No. Wait, you're supposed to answer yes there, so Oops. let's rephrase. Are you ready not to wait anymore, Claire?
1: Yes. Good. I hope that's the right answer.
2: Good, because <laughs> I am Akumu.
1: And I'm Claire.
2: And I'm Doris. And together we are...
1: The, the Yes, yes Girls. Girls! Doris. Yes. Who is Doris? Well we've known you since the very beginning of our podcast journey yeah. day one in fact <laughs> when we were still yes seedlings yeah but tell us all yes girls boys everyone listening more about yourself
0: uh so do you want to know like professional doris or just real life real life the doris? whole package okay so professional doris is i work at summer um which is our podcast uh Podcast incubator is the biggest podcast incubator in Africa. We are proud to say. And I also am responsible for the Dada Podcast Incubator, which is the world's first podcast incubator for women and non-binary individuals. Wow. So there's that. And then, you know, general life, Doris, is a lover of chocolate. The darker, the better. Uh, I love a good cup of tea. Um, I need to give you guys my tea recipe because it's quite good.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm a taker.
0: <laughs> and um, an auntie. I have fantastic nibblings. They're not so small anymore, but they're fantastic. And, and uh, a lover of life, let me just say that.
1: Amen. Yes, lover of life. Just don't
0: ask me to go outside too much. I don't like that <laughs> so
1: much. No, Not, no hiking, no, no running,
2: no marathons.
0: Listen, <laughs> Do you guys know how much rent is in Nairobi? Where are you, why, why do you want to be outside? Why do you want Can to you be outside?
1: You pay the privilege
0: of being inside. Like you pay, pay for the house, you've bought a nice sofa because sofas are expensive. Like a sofa's why are you paying to go out of the house? <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Claire oh, is laughing the loudest, and guys, you know why? Sit down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I spent like several years almost never being in my house, and yeah, I feel like I wasted, <laughs> I wasted the money.
0: You should,
2: you should negotiate your rent,
0: like for real. <laughs> no, 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 no. Me, in fact, like that's there's, there's some. My neighbors don't even know. I had some neighbors who didn't know I lived there. So I was like, okay, yeah, we've lived here for two years. I like, oh wow, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> they're still new <laughs> so
2: you have the same problem as claire they never see her because she's never there
0: for you they never see you because you're always there. once yeah. i put my key in the door <laughs> you cannot convince me to come back outside. <laughs> now
1: doris we want yeah. to know
0: how
2: you would define the concept of being a woman
1: straight into it
0: Hey, Straight no, for the jugular. That, that question usually right now in the environment is really hot you know. Mm. Um, do you identify as a woman? I identify as a woman. like traditional sense is if biologically you were born biologically female and you've grown up, you'll become uh, you'll become a woman. you identify as a woman. There are communities that um, they were not biologically male female, and they've grown up and they want to identify as a woman. Um, what can I say? A cliche thing, a woman is all the things. They're powerful, they're soft, they're kind, they can be cruel, can be fire, they can be ice, they can be earth, they can be builders, destroyers, um, lovers, friends, haters, enemies. You know, it's all those things, being a woman, is all the things.
1: And just a quick follow-up on that one. I think mm-hmm. I already know the answer, but I just want to double-check. Are you proud to queers like yourself a woman?
0: Proudly.
2: Proud woman. Uh, another follow-up question. <laughs> if when you're being born, you're told to choose man or woman, which one would, would you I, choose woman I again? Choose woman. I would choose
0: woman. Okay. I would choose woman. Would I answer. think I like – I I so far – um I like the so experience far. because also me, I'm a last born. So people really baby me. They still baby me right now, they still treat me very softly and and, and I enjoy it.
1: mm mm-hmm. Cool, that's a that's a good question though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, we could go back and choose. Um, so now Doris, yes, to you. What does it mean to be a feminist? And again, these are big topics, so we're really going to focus on like what it means to you and just talk around that. And how do you feel that you fit into this movement, if you yeah. feel it's a movement so, or you fit into
0: it? We can say, first of all, I'm proud, 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 card-carrying member of the feminist movement, okay? Uh, we have to get that out there. And it is, I feel like it is impossible to for you as a woman to navigate society now and not be a feminist. Well, it should you. Be. You it, <laughs> it it is impossible. It is impossible. You should actually be a feminist. And 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 I'm not talking. <sighs> I was telling someone. I was having this conversation with someone earlier <laughs> when I told them I was coming on this podcast and the qu- question that they they sent me. The challenge right now is feminism has been misrepresented to hating men, sitting on men, Mm. and not caring about men's issues, which is not true. Mm. Feminism is about the equality of the sexes. We cannot all be equal. Even uh, us three here, we are not equal. But we can do things to level the playing field as such why should a man who has the same qualifications as me working the same job as me be paid more Mm -hmm. than me
1: doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense
0: why should i not care about a man's feelings a man's emotions a man's mental health just because he's a man it's not fair Mm. you know and and feminism is is to say that that the challenges, um, historical challenges that have happened, have have happened and have put us, led us down this path where we need to be feminist, right? And that's why fem- feminism is, is there to correct. Those historical injustices. Mm. And the same things have happened to men as well. Cause they keep on saying that you need to be a man, you need to be a man's man. Don't cry, man up. And like, surely and the guy is breaking down. And you can see <laughs> <laughs> you can see this person is going to crumble. Mm. This person is going to crumble. And and because of that perception, um, we we have we have um made <sighs> We've made feminism look like we hate them. We hate them being men. We hate them. Mm. We don't, really. Yeah. They can be dumb, but we
1: don't. <laughs> <laughs> we should not be laughing about that. What? Guys. I mean, they say the same no, thing about at, us.
2: We're laughing at the joke, <laughs> not the content.
1: <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, what you say is 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 important, I think, because there's the, like, women should be able to, all men, women, Anything in between should be able to have access to the same opportunities. Mm -hmm. And that could be a woman wanting to be a CEO. Yeah. It could also be a man wanting to stay at home and look after the kids and the woman being able to go out and work or vice versa. Mm. Right. But not being forced or pushed into a role that you you don't want or that doesn't make sense biologically or Mm -hmm. doesn't um, doesn't feel right for you doesn't oh, feel not right for access you? To yeah, the opportunities yeah, yeah. that you that you want to
0: pursue it doesn't feel right for you it doesn't and and a lot of these things is um because now we're much older we are getting into domestic situations like does it work for you and your person mm. this thing that is happening does it work for you yeah. and your person yeah so if the baby is the one who's bringing like for example if a woman is the one who's earning 750000 as a figure out there and the guy is earning a hundred. Why won't you pick up the kids, you with your hundred thousand? Go and pick up the kids. Because that seven hundred and fifty thousand is going a long way. Mm-hmm. And the same, the same, same thing happens to men who are in kind that kind of dynamic. Uh, dynamic. They expect the woman to pick up a little bit of domestic slack. So does it work for you and your person? Yeah, yeah. Do that.
2: I think the issue is usually people just take a template that society has created and just mm-hmm. decide that's
0: what we are Girl, going to do. I remember when I was in when I was in grad school, and we're on the really nice school on Thicker Road. <laughs> <laughs> we shall not name
1: names. No naming names.
0: I see. We're a really nice school in Thicker Road. So we're leaving class, and this babe is saying, "I have to go home because she's was living very far, and leaving class at 9 p.m. And like I have to go home because I have to cook." I'm like, "What do you mean?" You're have to cook. Like, see, your guy is at home. Do you guys do you have someone to help? He's like, no, he won't eat unless <laughs> I cook. I'm like, so what kind of oppression is this? Does he have hands? What kind of oppression is this? You know, feeding yourself is not a gender role, mm. it is actually a life skill.
1: Yeah. Every person. Feeding yourself, learn it. cleaning yes. after
0: yourself. You know, there are certain things. Oh, some, some things I reject fully. But those two, feeding yourself and keeping yourself clean, please. That one, that one, that one you should know.
1: Well, and if, like you say, which is also important to know, if a dynamic works for you, mm-hmm. like the woman doing all the cooking, the man doing. The all the maintenance or vice versa yeah like the man doing all the cooking mm. which is, cause sometimes happens like there's a lot of women who have not been taught to cook or young women or they just don't also, like it i don't yeah.
0: like i don't like cooking because um um uh my mom's Luya, and Luya women at the time had chamas mm-hmm. so these chamas, so chama's were, like
1: a just for cultural context chamas like a women's
0: self-help group, group. self-help yeah.
1: group often they will be like economic so activities. my
0: mom's chamas used to have upwards of 10 women so there's a month <laughs> i remember it very clearly we had a chama meeting every saturday every single saturday so there's four saturdays it was five saturdays or five saturdays in a row and i remember you know, the, the thing about chamas is you have to clean because you can't have visitors coming oh to that house. And then you cook. You forgot you the,
2: this. you have to put proper china, like change Yes, <laughs> yes, Look you have it. to
0: cook, you have to cook for the visitors and then you you serve the visitors. And then after the visitors have gone, you wash those dishes and you clean the house because the house has to be reset. Mm-hmm. And after that, I said, that's oppression. I don't like, I, I can cook, I can throw down, I just don't like it. It, mm. yeah I'm, I'm the same it takes a lot of time that's the thing but my question for this lady you're
2: talking about is what she's saying it f- like painfully, painfully it with bitterness She's mm. saying it with, with she's
0: saying it to joy what yeah. in your i was like okay if that works for you I mean it does because this is a career woman you you've left you've left your job you've left your job at five o'clock for you to be in class by six and learn for three hours and take another drive for like 40 minutes. To go and. Okay, when will you sleep? <laughs> when will yeah. you sleep? When do you rest? And it's a lot of these things. Um, for example, uh, 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 there's a lady I know who, the husband had lost his job, whatever circumstances, and she had the car. Both of them had cars, and he had to sell his car, and she gave him the car. For him to be taking and dropping the children, school is like okay, fine. But you live, you live so far away from home. Does doesn't it make sense for you to be the one? Uh,
2: that's a generational thing. On to my next question. It's a good segue. Okay, because <laughs> that that's that's something that has been carried from our previous generation. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what used yeah, to yeah, happen, yeah. right? Yeah. The man, like you're giving him some kind of status by giving him the car. I've seen that in my family as well. So the question would be <laughs> now: How do you feel our generations? Uh, Millennials, Mm -hmm. our generation's relationship with feminism has shifted since our parents' time.
0: (laughs) Has it shifted? It has (laughs) shifted. It has shifted, and uh, and I've said like we are we're facing a perception crisis. Um, First of all, feminism is a very Western thing. I think Mm.
1: Uh,
0: it's a very Western, and it's a very white woman uh, centred concept mm-hmm. because african women have always worked african women have always uh, put food on the table for laws, at least where i come from the best brewers of alcohol were women mm. the best maasai women build their houses and um, our kikuyu women are so industrious um we have always worked we have always had a balance um Somewhat. Now, because of colonialism and patriarchy, the way it came with the white person, it shifted um, how we interact with the with the sexes. In, this is hmm. my opinion. I'm hmm. not a, I'm not a scholar on feminism or or African feminism or anything like that. It shifted because now you can see in central Kenya because so many men were being taken away, so many men were killed. Women had to. Hold down households. Now imagine you're a woman who had the benefit of community because we did at the time raise children in community. <clears throat> and I'm not speaking specifically for the Kikuyu people, but African society really raised children as a community. Yeah. For Luos, I don't have um, the children of my brothers, my brother are my children. I don't have cousins. I, my mom's, my mom's, uh, your, your cousin, there's no word for cousin. Is there a word for cousin, Lou? Okay, I wouldn't know. I don't know Lou that one. <laughs> there's no word for cousin. Mm-hmm. It's because just it, your that, brother. It's a concept that doesn't exist. It's just it's your all brother. And yeah, and we are all brought up in front So, anyway. Mm colonialism broke our family structure. So we have women who have to hold the household down and you become really rough and you become hard and become tough because of the brutality that was happening at that time. That's why people keep on saying Kikuyu women are, are too rough. They are too, <laughs> like, they're so industrious. They, 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 they're too independent. So many of them are this and so many of that because they've had to because I've had to like their support system was yanked away from them so you don't even have the opportunity to be soft and kind and be and and allow yourself to be taken care of you know so a lot of these things a lot of the misconception that we have or or the perception of we have of feminism has come because of that i think anyway I think it has come because of that Um, we we have not been given the permission to be to stay at home and settle in your femininity. I have to work because if I don't work, there's no money because I don't have a support system. I don't have a support system. We're just going to be destitute. So I'm going to be rough and tough. Anyway. But
2: then I have a follow-up. Yes. Which is always something I also uh, tackle with. Is it possible for a woman to, you know, do, you know, look for money and and look for it, you know, the way you, you should, like, if you really need to make money for the household, is it possible to do that in your feminine energy or you have to go into the masculine?
0: I wouldn't know. I mean... Sometimes even all these feminine energy and masculine energies, just <laughs> terminologies that have just come uh, come up, and we're just using them and throwing them around. It's it's for anybody. You should be able to settle in softness in your comfort zone, in your comfort in the comfort of your home if you have a partner outside the world outside is really rough it's really brutal but I don't want to be rough and brutal at home so if I have a person who can bring out the softness in me why not and if I if I can bring out the softness in this other person why not if we can bring out kindness in one another why not Mm -hmm. you know I think you should be able but Mm -hmm. and I think I'm going back to what you had asked me the perception of feminism has indeed changed because and i, I won't say because from our parents time let me say remember the beijing conference
2: like not not. Sure. oh
0: you guys the beijing conference the u.n beijing conference of of 1990 something 95 okay you know At the i was time- very young eh? <laughs> At the time, it was like, hey, my mom went to Beijing, and they've gone to Beijing, and they've come back, and they've come back with all these ideals. And and anyway, you ask ask your ask your elder brothers or sisters about the Beijing con- big Beijing conference because it was just talking about um, how we can move African women forward mm. or women forward. Because there was a lot that was happening. Um, there were, women were facing a lot of uh crisis in times of war, economic um, economic oppression, AIDS. um, AIDS. Land land reforms. Do you, you know there's a time you couldn't get a passport without you getting um, your husband or your father. You or couldn't open a
1: bank account. You
0: couldn't get a bank Come account. Out. You couldn't inherit land mm. from from uh, your father. It was always going to the son. So a lot of that um, shifted um, shifted how at the time women in the 90s looked at life. So I can do all these things, I can achieve all these things, and you are not going to stop me. And I'm going to bring uh, Akumu, and I'm going to bring Claire, and we are going to conquer the world together, and we are going to bring Claire's sisters, and we are going to, and we did all that, you know, and they did all that. That's why there's always, you know, um, um, um networking things for women, a lot of them, a lot of them. So we brought our sisters up. We brought our sisters and the, the, those women at the time brought their sisters and their children up knowing that they can conquer the world. The men did nothing to them. their sons. So yeah, they did nothing. So you have men at the time who are still very set in their ways and women are coming <laughs> and say, excuse me, you're talking to who exactly? And then now when you can see you have options In life, you're like, actually, I don't need to deal with this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) On to the next. (laughs) That's very painful. That's very painful. So that's when, anyway, for me, um, like thinking about it, that's when our perception of feminism changed. The thing that has happened right now is we are just looking at feminism in this very narrow views, like feminism is hating men. That's how we are looking at it. Mm. It's wider.
1: Mm-hmm. i I find your perspective on the um i guess the unique cultural perspective of kenya let me not say africa but specifically kenya mm-hmm. about how yeah the traditional societies somewhere some some communities in kenya were more like traditionally patriarchal than others and some yeah. some like the women were mm-hmm seen across the community as being very important and treasured and valued mm-hmm. and treasured isn't the right word because that can sound patronizing um but yeah, I, think I think treasured is a good word yeah. colon, like colon, colonialism and christianity probably did bring a lot of things that we are now having to fight against in order to establish feminism as something worth talking about yeah and necessary mm. um and the um, a lot of what you've said is very Kenya specific. Do you yes. agree? Yeah. How how do you feel or how do you feel things might be different like if you'd grown up in the UK for example or in in a different country which you think or a different society or community which you think would be quite different to Kenya? Do you think that you would see it as, as urgent or even more? I
0: don't I, I think I'd, Claire you'll answer that question yeah. after that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think no, I'd I'm see intrigued. it I I in fact I don't know because know i just know my context mm-hmm. you know i just know my context mm. um would i see it as different i'm not too sure i i totally would
1: mm-hmm. i'm not I too totally sure
0: would. i i let me not let me say that i'll see it i won't see it i'll see it as the same thing i'll see it as urgent or not urgent but i don't know yet mm. and because i haven't i've only lived in kenya um i wouldn't say maybe if i go and live Mm. there and experience life there and that would say okay yeah Yeah. for me i feel okay because i think also traveling has made me see
2: what my life would be in other countries Mm. i feel like other countries have had this feminist movement maybe earlier you get Mm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like literally one generation away from the first feminist right my mother is probably the generation of the first feminist so i still and she's a walking contradiction as well because she's her mother and she's also a feminist. Mm. And I find myself also being a contradiction in some ways. Like sometimes I feel like a ton of feminism and sometimes I have it. So I am I feel that. I feel like I'm just like her. I feel we are maybe two more generations where women will actually feel like, yes, I can fully embrace it. I feel like I'm always fighting it in some ways. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I agree with it. That that yes, it's still almost a new cultural phenomenon here compared to my con my cultural mm. context would be more the UK, right, England, mm. um, where like when I was at university, how long ago? Uh, mm-hmm. Twenty million, 10, million years ago? No, like ten. 10- 10 so seconds so 10, ago. Years ago 10 seconds 10 like seconds I graduated I think 11 years ago yeah yeah that's 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 reasonable that, don't that, do that, your that, calculations. there's some perspective there um you know we founded with the well my friend founded and I was one of the founding members of the feminist society at our university it was the first but you know that was 12 years ago mm-hmm. I don't know if in Kenya 12 years ago there would have been or even now would there really be no I think society, uh, for us contextual
0: contextually is different. We had something called like the moving forward of women. It's mm-hmm. just <laughs> but it was national. Did not have something natural. like that it in was,
1: university?
0: No. It was, no, we didn't. We didn't have, but um just to put it in context, if we're like if we're going to talk about women's movements mm. we had that mm. <laughs> we had that at the time mm. all our mothers had that
1: at mm. the time but i think what's different in to me is that women's movements generally it's women coming together mm-hmm. to do something whereas feminism what i what i personally like about feminism is you don't have to be a woman to be a feminist men should be feminists too right
2: mm-hmm. yes it's, and, it's and beyond even the gender. way
1: we're talking about it we're not saying it's men versus women at all mm. it's all genders together to promote equal opportunity to promote more respect equality you know no matter your gender equity especially exactly Mm. and I think that's the difference between yeah these women's movements which have probably been around for for a longer time Mm -hmm. um yeah but I think it's still so relevant everywhere like whether we're 20 years behind or 30 or two years ahead. But, you know, yeah. the,
0: the most important thing that uh, I think I feel I should say is feminism is not one-size-fits-all. Because mm-hmm. the feminism in Kenya will look different in Uganda, yeah. will look different exactly. in South Africa, look different in France. And we shouldn't say, uh, nobody should come and say, this is what a feminist should do. Yeah. Like, they give you a template according to, to this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) according to who yeah and even when you try and read feminist theory a lot of it a lot of it is so white Mm -hmm. a lot of it is so european a lot of it is so is so um is so american i'm like i want to read feminist theory for someone who understands
2: our My life experiences, yeah, yes.
1: and My that's context. so important. Yeah, if you yeah. if you can't if if you feel excluded from a movement that you so clearly feel that you're a part of, that's
0: why a lot of women in the global south don't really identify yeah. with um, some aspects of the f- feminist movement. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because
2: it's I think feminism touches in a lot of cultural issues, so it has to be tied to what does your culture say and what are you taking, what are you leaving, what are
0: you experiencing in your culture? Yes, yes.
2: yes. What are you
0: experiencing in your culture, that, and and what are you and down to your home? What do you experience in your home? Mm. My dad never really like, especially when it comes to education. When he came to education, he never really put. Of course, you're going to go to school. What do you mean you're not going to school? It's not even a question. You are going to school. <laughs> You will go to school. Right? My 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 sister had my sister did my sister is in a, um is in finance and for finance people, if you know, you do your CPAs and you can have a good career. That my dad was like, "Under degree, <laughs> where is your degree?" And she's a proper CPA, something. Mm. She did a degree. She did a master's, and like you must go to school.
1: But what what you've said just really struck a chord with me. That a lot like a as a let's say African, even you could say more broadly black because it could be black American or or European, there's a lot of these cultural phenomena or or especially like I hear a lot with self-help phenomena as well. Like a podcast that we love and are quite inspired by, by the book podcast. When they look at um, self help books, especially the one of the co hosts who is uh, Asian American, I think she would define. I, I think that's how she defines herself. She's often much more attuned to books that are very whitewashed or where they don't share any perspectives from minorities, right? And I think that with any such cultural phenomenon, if it's like. There's feminism, and the way it is right now is quite white.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and so that shouldn't prevent us from having the African feminist movement, which mm-hmm. might look quite different because, yeah, we're, we have very different cultural contexts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've been through very different, you know, very different experiences historically, mm-hmm. and we're at different places, so that it it will look different. Yeah, yeah, even and even
2: down to my friends, each of us have a different form of feminism. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I think it's it's even individual level. It needs to be of course. Customized. Yeah, I mean that
1: could be even yeah. amongst you know the uh, um, kind of inverted commas white feminist mm. movement as well. Of course, there's there's a, the, that individualism mm. individualism as well. Mm. But I think that you know if 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 a whole demographic can feel excluded from something, then it's not
0: very inclusive. It's, it's not it's inclusive, not, and, mm. and and
1: and therefore it doesn't mean that we push the concept away. It could mean we need our own concept. Now, bringing the topic back to podcasting for a moment, yeah, um, and I'm going to use a term that you kind of scoffed at, which is interesting. So let's see how you take this question. How do you feel that feminine energy contributes to a podcast, maybe to mark it out as different or targeting a specific audience? And do we, as the Yes Girls, personify it, in your opinion?
0: What is feminine energy? What Be careful. Is it,
1: what is feminine <laughs> That's energy? That's a question.
0: trick question. I, I thought, okay. Uh, 50%, like more women, this is uh, um, from what I see in the studio uh, and every day in my, my workplace, I see more women podcasting than men. Mm-hmm. Uh, more women are willing to share their experiences. More women are willing to talk about um, what's happening in their lives. More women are interested in learning about new things. Yes, girls. Mm. Um, more women are willing to explore new formats of, of content creation. Um, that's why there are more women podcasters, at least in Kenya. Interesting at least in Kenya there are yeah. more women podcasters um and they put in more work they want to see what's happening in the in the industry let me bring in people who have different ex- life experiences um from from mine the thing that um what i can say okay you can say that's feminine energy i guess <laughs> it's just i think we're 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 what I see is men are so set in their ways. Like you reach a point in your life where like, this is the thing that I do and I'm going to continue. But women, women are like, okay, wow, well, this is interesting. Why don't we do this? You know, <laughs> this is interesting. Why can't I do this? Why can't I? And then let me bring my friend who can do this other thing. This friend doesn't like doing that. Okay. Can't find another friend who likes doing this thing. So it's it's because we have such a large circle around as uh, as women. Um, I have friend group A, friend group B And Mm. I'm willing to uh, At least make um, Friend group A does this thing for me And friend group B does this thing for me And and I am not just this person I'm all of these things And I want you guys to, to See me in all these aspects And I'm willing to be more open About that Men are not so much open Mm. about their lives anyway about their lives so um getting a guy to do a podcast and say yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that's cool that's cool that's cool and then 10 years Mm. still saying that's cool but women is like when are we doing this
2: and i feel it's also the type of content i think women even if even if men were more women would uh, men would do more topical so men would go finance you know but women are more willing to
0: do, you know, more
2: conversational. Have,
0: no, words. but willing to do more conversational. But also in those topics, I have someone who talks about the ecosystem. I have someone who does mm-hmm. agriculture. But I they're have, willing to be vulnerable, right? Yeah, yeah. They're willing to be vulnerable and and speak about their experiences in that particular industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just the willingness to put yourself out there is what mm-hmm. what girls have
2: over the boys. So Doris, you also head up the Dada Incubator at Semabox. Yes, Dada Podcast Incubator. So tell us more about um, how maybe that ties all of these discussions we've had together or not.
0: Um, When we were thinking about the Dada Podcast Incubator, I was um, was writing my first um, document about this incubator. The top podcasts in the world are white and male. Yep. Only 3% are white and female. Are they mansplaining? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time Bad they joke. are. Most of the time they are. Um, so where are voices from the global south? Yep. And most of the time when they're telling, they're creating podcasts or telling stories about Africa and Africans are telling stories at us and they're not telling stories with care. So it's a very voyeuristic it's like, oh what, oh my God, they do this. Oh my god, the Maasai drink blood and they don't know why we do this thing. <laughs> and they just make it it just make it look like um this thing that we just see from from up here and we look down on them with their nose. They look down on us with their nose and there's the- there's, there's beauty in our culture, there's beauty in our stories, there's tragedy in our stories, and we the only way we can tell these stories with care is if we have people from the global south telling these stories. And so we've had we've had uh fantastic uh podcast episodes um and podcasts. We had uh Mine is a comment where they were talking about how policies affect women. Um, for example, during the the lockdown, um, 7 to 7 lockdown, and childbirth will not wait for 7 a.m. meetup. It <laughs> will not. <laughs> it or will accidents. Not. So how do those policies, like are, are women in the room when those policies are being made? Um, we had uh, Fearless by Kamimos. Uduak- <laughs> Um, she's talking about fearless individuals and that, that is one of the most impactful podcasts that I've recorded. I mean, Uduakami was fantastic, um, broadcaster par excellence, but, um, there's, uh, uh, an interview that she had where she was interviewing Professor Miriam Were and Professor Miriam Were she's Quaker, the Quaker church nominated her for the, for the Nobel Peace Prize and they used that interview as part of their submission. Wow. You know, because those churches, you can nominate someone. Wow. Well, she didn't get it, but she was nominated. But um, we had a uh, running mate who, running mates was talking about um, female running mates, whether governor or, hmm. or president. We didn't get to a president. At the time, there was no presidential candidate kind um running mate who was female. Um yeah, but she was talking to women in politics and how how their actual running for a political office sits in our in in our woman's experience, the misogyny, the lies, the harassment, the, yeah. you know, misinformation, mm-hmm. how that affects affects a woman's campaign. But also we got to talk about beautiful stories of their successes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Data Podcast Incubator, we want to tell. We want for Africans to tell a story only they can tell. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can tell these stories for you. So we want to give you an opportunity to tell those stories. So when we launched, we did um, about to start releasing episodes Um, this year, Last year, we did, last incubation, we did Kenya only and we expanded to South Africa and Uganda, which is fantastic. Um, the, the thing that has taken people by surprise is how involving it is to create a podcast. Huh. Uh, it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of research. I mean, like just for this episode, when did we first start talking, Jan, about this episode? Yeah. The first idea was January. Yeah. Yeah. First idea. Yeah. And then we recorded, not recorded. I mean, we talked about it and we scheduled and changed schedules and changed schedules. Now we're here. So there's a lot of work in podcasting Mm -hmm. and and we want to remove that barrier to entry for most people, um, for them to tell their stories. So Nice.
1: Yeah. And Dada, just for those who aren't in Kenya. is sister. So how many podcasts have been through The Incubator so far or are going through it? So total? This
0: year is, we have five from Kenya, three from South Africa, three from Uganda. Nice. Just this year. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
1: If people want to find out more about it, where should they go?
0: dot or Summerbox.net. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, Doris, you yes. certainly bared all and went off script. And that is exactly what Yes Calls are about. Thank you. Thank you for being open and honest with us and with all the Yes people out there. Do you have any final words to say or thoughts to share with the Yes people before we sign off?
0: I am a feminist, but I am not strong or independent. Those ones for me. I'm not strong. I'm weak. In fact, I don't even work. I volunteer at my workplace. I never have money. Are you,
1: you <laughs> so paying for me. a sponsor? Don't something? ask
0: me for money. Don't ask this, <laughs> this like, is, is like, like, me. If, you, if you've heard Big English in this podcast and you think, okay, this is a baby who I can ask for money, not me. <laughs>
1: That's it for this Yes Don't worry, though. There are plenty of full episodes available where we say yes to doing, being, or learning something new and dozens of Yes So just scroll down the list and choose one that catches your eye.
2: And please do take time to rate and review us wherever you're listening. It helps other people also become Yes people and you
1: can be a trendsetter. And as always, reach out to us on socials if you've got an idea for an episode or maybe you want to get involved through sponsorship. Our inbox is always open.
2: P.S. You'll find us everywhere on our tag. That's at Yes Girls Podcast, even threads very soon.
1: And Doris, where can we find you at?
0: Uh, so, my at Doris Onyango everywhere, and you can follow Semabox. <laughs> At Summerbox everywhere. And by the way, we did launch a podcast platform. You know about that. It's called Wazo. It's uh, aimed to increase discoverability for podcasters Mm -hmm. in Africa. So yeah, Wazo.life. Awesome. Perfect. And Doris,
2: one last question we're asking all our guests this season. What have you recently said yes to, apart from being weak? When a man is in the
0: room. <laughs> and you're going to hate me for this because <laughs> you guys are going to hate me for this. like I've been saying yes to saying no.
2: Ah, that's okay. That's, that's a okay. very good one.
0: I have been saying <laughs> yes to saying no a lot because I've been a very yes person. So nowadays, my first answer is no. For what? Apart from going, getting out of the house. Other things. Other things, yeah. <laughs> my first answer is no. Why Why specifically? Um, Because... Uh, I'm a people pleaser. So I want to make mm. you happy. And I realized that was, I'm trying to make people happy. Mm. I wasn't making myself happy and I was just grumpy all around. So I'm saying no more often. So another way to phrase it is, you said yes to boundaries. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: oh, okay. And to yourself. Yes.
1: And to yourself <laughs> we can always put a yes spin on it. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. we can always rephrase
1: <laughs> Thank you, Doris. And thank you all of you out there for listening. And thank you in advance for your subscriptions to our YouTube channel and your reviews on Spotify and your comments on Instagram. We love getting all of those. And we also love to share them in our main episodes. So if you leave us a comment or a review, then you might just hear your name in an upcoming episode.
2: You can even let us know what you think about this particular yesticle. Mm. Definitely some hot topics to share and some hot takes. Yeah. So if you're listening on Spotify, drop a comment in the Q&A section right below this show's logo
1: We'll see you in a jiffy with more Yes Girls content to keep you edutained And to find new ways to always say yes Even if it's by turning a no on its head and Turning it into a yes
2: <laughs> So in the meantime, I am Akumu
1: I'm Claire And I'm Doris And we are
2: The, the yes, yes Girls Feminist Feminist, Feminis, feminism, feminism <laughs> Woo! Ha, <laughs>